0: so you can be notified anytime we upload new videos. Liz had brought up Romans 4 during the week because I had mentioned it the previous Sunday. I don't know if everybody had the opportunity to um, study it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Very good. Very good. Now, while we were on a short break here, um, Liz and I started discussing it, and I would like her to go back, you know, to what she said, and then maybe we can, you know, take it from her perspective and try to analyze it, um, and and see what. So, Liz, you said something to me about, you know, you Jesus had said that, you know, judge not, lest that be judged. In the Book of, um, I think it was Matthew chapter seven. Right. You're trying to you're trying to compare it to what Paul was saying in the Book of Romans.
1: Yes, and then Paul says, especially in chapter one eighteen, when he starts saying the wrath of God is revealed, and he begins to tell you all the things, um, and, you know and that the wrath should, of God is revealed on. Yeah, and then he talks about all these things that you know we, um, and then but then when he gets to chapter two, and um, he says that is why every one of you who judges one another. Is inexcusable.
2: Yeah. By
1: your judgment, you convict yourself. So, first, it's kind of in conflict. First, he tells us to judge ourselves and everyone, and then he tells us not to judge everyone. And to me, that's a problem that I always have because in the work I do, the people that I work with have done some really horrible things. I work a lot with criminals. And um, I work with families that have serious, serious, and often deadly problems, and so it's very hard not to judge them and to help them realize that no matter where they are, God still loves them, and they can change their lives for better, and um, especially okay. for the kids.
0: Okay, you so, know, why, so don't often... you read us, why don't you read us the part in, you know, the, the important part in, in Romans 1, where Paul said something that makes you uncomfortable, that that you feel is in contradiction to what Jesus said about judge, not lest I be judged. Why don't you, if you have your Bible there, Um, read that. Well, in
1: my Bible, just punishment. He says punish, and he's talking about idolatry. Yeah, tell us the the verse.
0: Oh, verses.
1: Um, That's the head leading into the, and then it's 18. So it's chapter 118 the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against the irreligious and perverse spirit of men. And to me, Jesus told us that the wrath of God isn't, isn't released to them. It's what, you know, um, um, that when, when people have done bad things, that's when we can pray for them and, they can open their heart to God and be forgiven for what they've been, forgiven for what they've done and move into a better lifestyle. Very good, uh, Liz.
3: I'd like to uh-huh. read to you from the King James Version, just verse eighteen in chapter one. It says, uh-huh. "Amen."
0: Amen.
3: Amen. For, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So to me, what he's saying is that he's he's telling us, who know the truth and who know better, that God is going to judge us for the ungodly things and unrighteous things that we do, those of us who know the truth. So this is written to the people that know the truth. Not to the people that are living in darkness who haven't seen the light. That's what it says to me here in in um, verse 18. I don't know if anybody what anybody else thinks.
0: So I I think if you look at um, verses 20, I'm sorry, 25 to 28, that would uh, uh, that would be more in line with what Liz is trying to say. I don't know if you see that. I'll read that from the King James. It says, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever, amen. For this cause, God gave them up into vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use unto that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. Okay. And verse 28 says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things, which are not, which are not um, convenient. Okay, so I this is the heart of the condemnation. This is the heart of the judgment that Liz is referring to. Correct, Liz?
1: Um, I think so. In in, in um, like twenty nine, where it says they are filled with every kind of wickedness, maliciousness, greed, ill will, envy, murder, bickering, deceitfulness, wait. Like, Yes. Deceit, craftiness, their gossips, slanderers, and they hate God. They're insolent, haughty, boastful, ingenious in their wrongdoing, and rebellious. Yes. But just rebellious towards their parents. But um, to me, um, maybe just because I'm writing something right now and I'm dealing with politicians, That sounds like every politician we have. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I think the context, though,
3: in verse 18, who he's talking to are the people who know the truth, but don't, who refuse to follow the truth, even though they know. Because in verse 32, because, you know, from verse 25 on, I mean, from 28 on, there's colons and semicolons. It's one long sentence. But at the end, in verse 32, it says, Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So he's not talking to people who are just living their ungodly life, unaware of God and unaware of what God expects from us. He's talking specifically to people of the Christian faith, you and I, who know Full well, what Jesus said, how we should live, how we should behave, that we're not supposed to be backbiting, malicious, deceitful, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful. But this is for us to do our own reflection of ourselves at the end of the day. Have I done anything right. to offend God? This isn't talking to non believers, he's yeah. clearly just talking to us.
0: Hmm. Let, let, me, let, let me qualify that a little bit You have to remember That the Apostle Paul Does not believe Does not believe that there are people who don't believe in God It's very important you understand that But he makes a distinction Between those who believe in Christ Okay And those who don't, or those who were following who before Jesus came, who followed Moses, who followed Torah, and those who were just Gentiles. Okay, so you are correct to state that he's referring to people who have a God consciousness, but remember to Paul, everybody had a God consciousness. This is very important the idea that you and I today hold that there are some people who don't have a God consciousness or quote, don't believe in God, that's a very recent phenomenon. Okay. And in other words, if if, a person does not believe in God, that person cannot be judged by God. Does that make sense? Yes. For a person not to believe in God, it means you're not a human being. When we say believe in God, doesn't matter whether you think he's everywhere at the same time. Maybe he's a tree. Maybe he's a mountain. Maybe he's just some cosmic force in the universe. However you, you conceive him, the fact that you're a human being, as far as the scriptures are concerned, you do believe in God. So remember there's a place where the scripture says, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Is that not so? Yes. It didn't say yeah. that the fool believes.
3: Right, but in verse 16 and 17 of chapter 1, Paul yeah. says, which this is his intro into this section, he says, yeah. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for yeah. it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the yeah. Jew first, and also to the Greek. Thank you. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed, from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Yes. So that's why I'm saying that he's talking to people of the Christian
2: faith.
0: And okay, then he
2: can goes, um, I yeah. Okay,
0: let me I, I hear you. So So, so what, does he, mean, these, sorry, so go what ahead. does he
2: mean by from faith to faith?
0: Does it mean different faiths? Yes. 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 But you go... you It's not different faiths per se. Remember, you and I are calling... you. It's you and I that have called somebody Muslim, Hindu, this, that. God doesn't see that. God sees somebody who believes in Jesus or doesn't believe in Jesus. I don't know if you... And this is God. God's the author of this book. Okay? So... Somebody who uh, believed in Moses until Jesus came and now believed in Jesus has gone from faith to faith. Correct? Yes. Right. Yeah. That doesn't mean they didn't have faith before. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, somebody who believes in Jesus and has come into a deeper understanding in Jesus has gone from faith to faith. Correct?
2: Yes. Yeah. But they're still yeah. a Christian.
0: Okay. Now, Kay has brought up a very good, very important point. Paul seems to be talking to people who are, quote, believers. But we're going to find out in chapter 2 that Paul is definitely not speaking to believers as it, concerns, as it pertains to you and I. Okay? He's talking about people who believe... He, he's assuming people believe in God. So if you look at verse... Before we go to chapter 2, look at verse um, 25. Okay? You see verse 25? Yes. Okay, go ahead and read it.
3: Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever I, amen.
0: Okay, the next verse.
3: For this cause gave God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature.
0: Sorry, verse sorry, verse 23.
3: Okay. Verse 23. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. And Amen. change
3: and change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four footed beasts and creeping things.
0: Okay, you can see from this that this is he's not talking about Christians. Okay.
3: Well, except for in 23, that's a continuation of the I understand.
0: He's talking about I understand. He's talking about mankind. Not everybody worshipped animals or you know, trees or whatever. Do you understand? What he's saying here is human beings we as human beings have a God consciousness. We could have gone and done all kinds of crazy things and turned some mountain into God or Turn the tree into God or whatever, okay? And he's saying he's saying there's condemnation coming from God for that on mankind. He's not he's not referring to the Christian believer. That doesn't exempt the Christian believer, but this encompasses every human being. Do you understand? Now, if you look at chapter so, two, but, but, yeah. But, go but, ahead. Hang on sorry. A
3: second. Hang on a second. Go on. All of this starts in 18, who says he's talking to people who hold the truth in unrighteousness. And then he continues to tell how, how he goes, how uh, they become, their, con- their, their foolish heart was darkened. And then after their heart was darkened, then they started doing all these other things. Yes. They
0: knew yes. the truth. I, yes. And, and I understand that when you hear the truth, your mind goes to Jesus Christ. Correct. Yeah, because in verse
3: sixteen he talks about Jesus Christ. He starts Uh, with he talks
0: about Jesus Christ for himself. Okay,
3: and he says that for therein, that is in Jesus Christ, is the righteousness of God revealed.
0: Yes, that's fine. That's correct. But remember, we're supposed to read four chapters, so we're going to let the script. We're going to let the scripture interpret itself for us. Okay, because remember. We are looking at chapter 1 and we are imposing upon it what we are seeing in our minds. So we're going to see whether what we're seeing in our minds correlates with what the scripture says about itself. So if we look at chapter 2 from verse 1, okay, I'll take it from um, verse uh, verse 1 to 3, okay? Uh Amen, everybody there? Amen. 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 All right. It says, therefore, you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are that judges, that judges, for wherein you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you that judge does the same things, correct? Yes. But we are sure yeah. that the judgment of God is according to the truth against them which commit such things. Okay, so he has made a distinction between whoever he's speaking to now and them he just spoke about. Verse 3 And thinkest thou this, old man, that judges them which do such things and doest the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God? Or despise thou the riches of the goodness and forbearance and long suffering, and knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? Okay, so. Let's stop there for a second.
3: It says not knowing. Not knowing that the goodness of
0: God. Sorry, not knowing. So Paul has, in chapter 1, described people who knew the truth. Now, remember what I said. When you read who knew the truth, in other words, they know God says, thou shalt not worship idols. Okay? Paul is saying, don't take it for granted that anywhere in the world you see people worshiping idols It it was just their nature That at some point They went off course They got off the track Noah never met Abraham Right But Noah knew God Right Noah told us about God Before Abraham was ever born Okay Abraham knew God Before Moses was born Moses was wanted for murder Before Moses got the Ten Commandments That said thou shalt not kill Okay So the truth which is God, the light of God, has always been in every human being, okay? So, if you remember, I won't turn there, but I know Kay knows this. In John chapter 1, it says, he was the light. this is the light that shines into every man that comes into the world. Isn't that so? Yes. So, what does that mean? When he says, this is the light that shines in every man that comes into the world. Does it mean every man that comes into the world is born again? No. No. Good. So it no. means that everybody that is born has the light of truth in us. Whether you're a Muslim or a Hindu or a Baptist or whatever, or you, even if when you say you're not, you don't believe in God. The Bible says, "Look, don't worry about it. People can say anything they want to say, but the witness of God is in them. That's why they're different from an animal." Okay? He said, "Now, even though they know all these things, they go and participate in all these things." Then Paul turns From chapter 1 to chapter 2 And there he now turns to you and I And says Oh by the way You who are judging those people And telling them you know, That the wrath of God is going to come upon them Do you think you're going to escape Just because you're a religious guy If you're doing the exact same thing You, you, see, you, you see You see the context now Okay So the, the people in chapter 1 Are human beings But if you think that human beings Genuinely can, would, not, would not believe in God Then chapter 1 will be shielded From you because it's a way of belief System from modernity That doesn't as far as the scriptures Is concerned doesn't exist That to God there's nobody That doesn't know God Okay They deny him they turn from him. They do all kinds of things. Yes, that's what Romans 1 tells us. And there's a judgment on them. But then we can come to know God, either through Moses or through Abraham or through Noah or through Jesus or through whoever. We come to know Yahweh. We come to know the true God himself, his traits, his characteristics, El Shaddai. But we do the same things. Paul tells us in chapter 2 that there's no excuse that there's no that there's no um, um, privilege for us that we're also going to be under the same condemnation. So there's one group of people that don't know right and do wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's another group of people that know right but do wrong. And Paul says, All, all of us are under the condemnation. Okay. So um, so now when you go to chapter three. He becomes more elaborate. Look at verse 1 in chapter 3.
4: What advantage then hath the Jew, or what profit is there of circumcision? Continue. Much every way, chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God.
0: Okay. So you see, Kay. He is now making a distinction, okay, between the people in Chapter 1 and the people in Chapter 2. In Chapter 3, he's talking about the people in Chapter 2. Do you see that? Yes. So he says, okay, all right. So, Mike, if you're, if, if you're saying that, you know, if it's a person who knows God in the right way, that means circumcised a Jew, or the person knows God like some animist or some, you know, whatever, what, what's the benefit? What, what's the difference? It says, well, there is some benefit. Do you get it? That's all he's saying here. Mm-hmm. Okay. He says, okay. well, there is some benefit. Yeah. Both of them don't believe in Jesus, but there is some benefit, you know, in knowing Yahweh, in knowing the, uh, the, the oracles of God. You notice the term you use there, the oracles of God, right? Yes.
4: Come on, mom. I like that.
0: <laughs> okay. Go on, mom. Um,
4: For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in the sayings and mightest overcome when thou art judged.
0: Okay, let's talk for a second. So... Paul is saying those who came who those who were in chapter two were the ones given the opportunity to believe in Christ. Okay. But they didn't take it. So they're still under the condemnation that the guys in chapter one are under. Mm -hmm. When we get to chapter four, we're going to find out that Paul says. Both the guys in chapter 1 and the guys in chapter 2, that is both the Gentiles, chapter 1, and the Jews in chapter 2, if they come to believe in Christ, in spite of their sin, will be saved. Okay?
4: What a blessing.
0: Okay, so now let's look at chapter 4. What us first. let's continue in chapter three to, to kind of seal it a little bit before we go to chapter four. Okay. okay.
4: But if our unrighteousness. Verse twenty. The right-
0: no, we'll take it from verse twenty-one.
4: Okay, but now. So,
0: the right- twenty-one to the end.
4: Oh, okay, but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested. Being witnessed by the law
0: And the prophets Can we stop for a second there Who is he talking to at this point Is he talking to the people in chapter 1 Or the people in chapter 2 I
4: think he's talking to both
0: No Because the people in chapter 1 Did not have the law oh, that's The right. law of Moses And he's okay. saying here But Now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. The law and the prophets came to the Jews, right? Yes. So he's talking to the Jews. He's talking to the people in chapter two, who he told, oh, you think because you're a Jew, you can judge those people for doing those things, but you do the same thing. Remember? Yes. Aha. So, So here in chapter three, He's addressing the people in chapter two, the guys who think they know it all. The guy, Well, I wouldn't say know it all. The guys who think they're cool with God because they're Jews, they're circumcised. Okay.
4: <laughs> all right. Okay, go ahead. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe for there is no difference for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God.
0: Wow. You see that? Everybody remembers that scripture, right? Yes. Yes. So the all he's referring to here is who? The people in chapter one, 1 and the people in chapter 2. That's right. The people in chapter 1 are the people of the world who believe in God in their own way. And the people in chapter 2 are the people who believe in God in the right way. And he says of what benefit is it to believe in God in the right way, which is the laws of Moses? He says, well, a little bit in that they have the oracles of God. He said, but that's still not enough to save them if they don't believe in who? Jesus Christ. There you go. Okay, sorry for interrupting you, Mom. I promise I wouldn't do it again. Continue to the end. Mm
4: -hmm. Well, don't make that promise. Jump right (laughs) in. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Being, Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say this, I say at this time, his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law? Of works. Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the
0: deeds of the law. Stop. Okay. Now there is no question who he's talking to now. He's telling them you Jew Who's keeping the laws, you still will not be justified mm-hmm. if you do not have faith in Jesus Christ. Okay, he's obviously not talking to those guys in chapter one because you can see those guys in chapter one have gone all the way onto the other side. That's right. Okay, these are the guys who are trying to be good. He's talking they, to he's telling they,
4: them they, they think they have a safety net
0: exactly. They look at the other guys and they compare themselves with the other guys and say, oh, thank God we're not like these other guys. Those other guys are lost. Okay. Is
4: he the God of the Jews only? Is Uh he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also, seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid, yea, we establish the law.
0: Thank you. So you see that Paul himself has told you he's referring to two different groups of people. One group are the Gentiles who do believe in God and the second group are the Jews who do believe in God, but think that they're better because they have the law. They know what is right and what is wrong. And they don't necessarily have to do it. Just knowing it is enough for them. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So now, Kay, can you read chapter four for us? Um, And we'll take it from, let's see. From verse 3, you take from verse 3 to 9. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. Stop, stop,
0: stop. We need, sorry, Kay, we need to explain this to everybody. Okay. okay? Verse 4. I'm going to ask Liz what she understands verse 4 to mean.
1: Uh, mine mine says a little different, but it says, yes. when a man works, his wages are not regarded as a favor, but his due. And I think it means that when a person believes and practices their faith and... and um and keep keeps the law because of their faith in jesus that that they now they they don't it's not just like a favor to give them the justice but it's now they're due to be be given the justice
0: okay um what does your verse five say liz um,
1: when a man does nothing yet believes in Him who justifies the sinful, his faith is credited as
0: justice. Okay. So, so from what do you understand in uh, Abelia? I don't know if you're with us. What do you understand in verse four and five? What what's 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 Paul trying to say here? Hmm. I
2: think verse four he's talking to those who believe in the law, and okay. verse five he's talking to those who believe. In my faith. Okay. But I I'm kind of confused because my Bible says in verse four it says the wages are not counted as grace but as debt.
0: Debt to who? To say, debt to who?
2: Debt to the government, I guess. Or to the authority. <laughs> no, no, I'm uh, talking about uh, here. here yeah. Okay,
0: mom, mom, yeah. mom. Who is who's Paul? What's Paul saying here? What's Paul trying to say here? Well, he's
4: saying they have a a debt to Christ who's requiring righteousness. No.
0: He's saying here that a person that works is owed, that that means God owes them and that God cannot owe anybody. You see why I said we should stop there? Let's chew on this because what you are dealing with now, you are dealing right now with the engine room of what it means to be a Christian. That's why this first six chapters of Romans is difficult but necessary to understand because once you've got it, you have gotten the key, it will stay with you in eternity. If you drop dead today, and you find yourself in the spirit world, you will know whether to turn left or to turn right to get to your destination. This is so important. That's why it's so hazy. So he's, remember, he's talking about the Jew and who? The Gentile. The Jew has been given the oracles of God. Don't eat this, don't eat that, don't do this, rest on the seventh day, all of these are considered works. Okay? And doing good deeds. Going, doing good deeds. All those commandments. Okay? Mm-hmm. So in verse 4, it says, Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt." Do you get it? Okay, let me explain verse 4 to you. To the person, okay, what is the reward? Does anybody know what the reward is? Reward is salvation. Is that not so? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Okay. So for the person who works to get salvation, does he earn it by the grace of God or by his effort? It says by his grace effort. It says by his Now Paul is asking you, is there any one of you that believes that your effort is good enough to earn the salvation of God, of Jesus Jesus Christ. No, no. Aha. Now here comes a bad guy from chapter one who's done all these horrible things. Man slept with man. But then he does something in verse five. Read verse five, somebody.
3: But to him that worketh not but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his
0: faith is counted for righteousness. Wow. Mm. What does it mean, he that worketh not? Somebody who's not trying to do the right thing. Correct. But what does he do? He believes in who? Jesus. And so God, God now gives him the reward. Billy, are you there?
3: I am, yes. And the reward is the righteousness is right standing with God. Right
0: standing with God. And you only get right standing with God by how? By having faith in Jesus Christ. Correct. So here you are, you're a churchgoer, you've been in a Catholic church in Pentecostal church, whatever. You've been a goody goody two shoes, but you never actually believed in Jesus Christ. And here's this guy. He's uh, anything you could think that is negative. He hears the gospel of Jesus Christ And guess what happens He believes Has he stopped his way of life No No But guess what has started in his way in his life The transformative work Of the Holy Ghost And that's what you're going to find out In chapter 5 and chapter 6 Now look at chapter 5 verse 1 What does it say
3: Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh,
0: so we're not justified by our works. We're justified by what? Faith. 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 And Liz, Liz, you remember you started this conversation because you felt God was being harsh on these guys in chapter one, right? Well, at least you felt Paul was being harsh on them, correct?
1: Um, Well, I I feel Paul was being saying conflicting things.
0: Yeah, that's what you thought. But now you've seen the synthesis in chapter 4, right? Right. Paul is right when he says, oh, these things are bad. No doubt. He says, and you, good guy that goes to church or goes to synagogue, you're looking at these people and saying, they're lost, but you think just because you know The right thing, you're better off It says, if those People hear the gospel of Jesus And believe, and You, the so-called good guy Hears the gospel of Jesus Christ, and you Don't believe, you're going to be locked out And they're going to be taken in Okay Amen, Amen. Amen. Alright, so So from the
4: time that I've Been a little girl. Yes. Uh, I would hear this preached, and sometimes sitting in the class listening, I always got the impression that faith in Jesus Christ was freely given,
0: and all we had to was reach out and accept it. Exactly. But without Jesus Christ, those guys in Chapter One will receive the wrath of God when the time comes telling them any different is going contrary to the word of God how do we know that look at chapter 6 verse 1 liz
1: what shall we say what then are we to say let us continue in sin that grace may abound certainly not
0: Good, so Paul is saying, hey, hey, guys, don't get me wrong now I'm not saying it's okay to live like that I'm saying even if you live like that, read verse 14 to 16 Go ahead, Liz
1: Sin shall no longer have power over you You are now under grace, not under law What does all this lead to just because we are not under the law but under grace are we free to sin by no means You must realize that when you offer yourself to someone as obedient slaves You are the slaves of the one you obey Whether yours is the slavery of sin which leads to death or of obedience which leads to justice.
0: Thank you So you can see here that Paul is saying Because you have come to believe Sin is no longer Going to have power over you Over time Do you see that In verse 14 I do There you go So you yourself Don't have the power to make yourself What God wants you to be But if you Come and believe in Jesus Paul is saying over time sin will lose its power and grip over you. But one way to keep sin holding you is for me to keep ramming the law down your throat every day, even after you've come to believe in Christ. That's another teaching, which we will find in the book of Colossians and Galatians at another day, which is why people who are Christians who have come to believe in Jesus and maybe they were living a certain kind of lifestyle or, you know, they, 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 could, they couldn't help, you know, but still, why they still engage in that behavior today is because they're trying to stop doing that by keeping the law. They're trying to use willpower. They're trying to do it by New Year resolutions. They're not mm-hmm. understanding that there's something inside of them called the grace of God that works to make them what God wants to be but cannot work with that within them when they're also working by the law when they begin to work work by the law it pauses the grace of God the grace of God and the works of the law cannot inhabit the same space you've got to let go of one and encourage the other okay am i making sense yes very good
4: that reminds me of the words of the song that says there's something within me that holdeth the reins yes something within me that i cannot explain but all that i know i have something within
0: exactly there's something within you once you believe in christ you must be careful with trying to live by the law when you start trying to live by the law, you will quench the grace of God that's now working in you. So whether you're a Gentile, chapter one, or a Jew, chapter two, you need the grace of God. Okay? Now look at chapter, look at chapter 10, verse 9.
4: That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be
0: saved. Amen. You notice it's the same thing in the whole book. Salvation comes from believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that Jesus died for you and you shall be saved. No works, no paying tithes, no doing all kinds of things to be saved. Seems too easy, doesn't it? (laughs) Exactly. Simplicity is what makes it so complex.
4: Salvation is free if you believe.
0: Okay okay let's open it up for questions for clarifications on anything you know that we've spoken about that's still not a little you know clear
4: I have a question and it's probably a dumb question but people that know the Lord have known the Lord and fall back in sin uh they continue to sin is it because they think that they will just pray a prayer of faith at the last minute and get in?
0: Okay. Let's look at, let's look at one scripture that will answer this for us very well. Uh, let me now find it. okay romans chapter 14
4: verse 14. my pages don't want to turn that's the new bible (laughs) So 14, 14. Yes. Says I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to
0: him it is unclean. Very good. So when we say somebody has gone back to sin, what sin? Sin is no longer an external thing. Sin is what you have been told by God is unclean. Okay? Uh, Okay. So, when you say somebody's gone back, so there are people who became Christians and they stopped going to the clubs. Well, if they go back to a club and dance to quote worldly music, you'll see them asking God for forgiveness. I can go to a club today. I don't. You know why? Because some people will see me there and say, Isn't that that pastor guy that preaches? Look at him on the dance floor. Okay. <laughs> but guess what? I can actually go to a club and sit down and hang out and laugh and leave. And I, it doesn't bother, it wouldn't bother me. Exactly. Okay. But let me tell you where the sin for me would be. The sin for me would be that God would have said to me, Mike, I don't want people getting this impression about you. I've given you way more than them, and you didn't earn it. So you need to behave yourself. You're a soldier. Do you see that now? Yeah. But there's another Christian. There's another Christian who could go to the club and hang out with his friends and dance to the music. Okay. Now I'm not going anywhere further than that. Okay. Just dance to the music and come back and oh, said oh, I had a great time. Another person will do the exact same thing and feel their backsliding and not come back to church.: So what you're developing now is you're developing your look at verse 23, Romans 14, verse 23. Um, Bele can you read that for us?:
2: 14:23.: Yes.: But he who doubts is condemned if he eats. Because he does not eat from faith For whatever is not from faith Is sin Amen Amen.
0: Now this is more than just food Okay This is what you allow If there's anything You see me doing And you feel like "Eh, I don't think I can do that Don't do it Because if you do It is what Sin Sin that's why I say we have to be careful when we stay here and decide that this is sin, okay? Because you don't know, okay? So let okay let, let me let me let me mom let me ask you a question. What, what if Dad came to you today and says he is, wants to marry two more wives? How would the conversation go? Great, Are wouldn't
4: you? Crazy? Have you lost your mind? <laughs>
2: You're flunking on one (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Okay Now guess what If we took the gospel to Saudi Arabia Okay Mm -hmm. And we told A guy in Saudi Arabia that One of the prerequisites to being a Christian Is you can only have one wife You think he's going to want to follow us Nope Absolutely not why because culturally in from his life his great grandfather forever and ever and ever that's how they've lived for us that is like oh my god can you believe that guy has four wives they should be on tv (laughs) okay so so be careful what you call sin from the outside Okay? Because, okay, because you don't... You, that when Jesus said judge not, that was what he meant. He wasn't saying if people are doing obviously something wrong that you should not judge. People, the devil has used judge not to, to permit so much wickedness on the earth. Mm-hmm. And that was not what Jesus meant. Jesus was talking about the inside. He wasn't saying don't judge people's actions on the outside that for example if someone is abusing children i'm not supposed to judge nobody would say that do you understand am i gonna say if somebody takes a seven-year-old girl and rapes her that he shouldn't worry i dare not judge him he can only go to jail i can't tell him that brother by the time jail is done with you the next jail you're going to yeah you're never coming out of that one hey, I, can't Jerry, tell him that. I can't tell him that if i can't tell him that then you have no society you have no standards that's okay. why we have to put signs in buses for young people to stand up for seniors why do we have to do that because the young people don't know anymore what's right or wrong because we no said wants, no one's oh, thinking So, no, there is judgment. Paul is not exempting himself from the judgment. He's not exempting you and I from the judgment. He's just saying judgment is coming for these things. He didn't pick on one person. He said judgment is coming because of these things. For everybody. And the only way to escape it is to run to Jesus Christ and to believe in him. And if you don't run to Jesus Christ, this is the judgment. That that condemnation coming down Will come on you as well So if I don't tell somebody You need to come to Jesus Christ If you don't come to Jesus Christ You will not be saved I'm not judging that person I'm telling that person a fact That I believe Does that person have to believe me? No Do you understand? Yeah. The person doesn't have to believe me But to say I shouldn't say it Because somebody Interprets my opinion As a judgment No Jesus never said that What Jesus meant was When you see somebody living a life In which you yourself Would not Don't use your own Value system to judge You get it? And I gave the example of the man in Saudi Arabia with four wives, right? Right. I mean, imagine if he was out in Appalachia. We'd get a psychiatrist for the guy. Yeah, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I, I don't think you guys got that one, so thank God. Shoot all right <laughs> okay you
4: know, you know about appalachia huh
0: <laughs> all right all right so um any other questions about this I any, have, any other not questions any other comments about it
4: also? yeah i have a comment uh, i think sometimes when we think of the word judge uh just because a thought flies through our head. Sometimes it's just a question. I, I want to know what you what your take is on judge. Now if I just walk up to someone and point my finger in the chest and say, you're going straight to hell because you're smoking a cigarette uh, or some sort of ex- other exclusive thing instead of showing the love of Christ and just bowing my head, smiling and walking on, uh, I don't feel like I judged him if I don't say those things
0: look my step-grandmother used to smoke what we call taba she was just she would just sit there and just keep puffing you know just keep puffing just keep puffing it's a cultural thing okay now she was probably born in the 19th century in Europe it was a taboo for women to smoke. But in Africa, it was normal Okay, they had this metal pipe That these women puffed on Okay, it's cultural So we, we cannot we, got to, we have to understand that There is what are called cultural norms Okay, and sometimes those cultural norm, norms Will affect the kind of conscience That you develop as a child Okay Okay and I need to show you something about conscience because conscience is—you've got to be careful with conscience because conscience is not a good—it's it, not a—it's not the best arbiter of the will of God. Okay, look at the book of First John. Okay.
2: Hmm.
3: Amen.
0: Amen. Hold on. Amen. Have we found it, Kay? What are we looking for? First John. You yes. didn't tell what chapter. First um, John chapter 3, verse 20.
3: Yes, I have it. Okay. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
3: For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart And knoweth all things
0: Okay somebody read another version Please One version that says conscience
1: No matter What our consciences may charge Us with for God's greater Than our hearts and all is known To him
0: Do you see that You could feel that you're in Sin because of your Conscience but God actually doesn't have a problem with you. Okay. So a lot of what you call conscience can be from inside, the morals you develop as an individual, but it could also be societal, the customs and culture in which you grew up as as an individual or as a person. Okay, I hear dogs barking. In the background. That fella on the porch. There's some people that I know when they hear that, it's like the sound I hear when they're about to, you know, roast a ram for me. What does that mean? If I gave you dog to eat now, would you eat it? No. No, not knowingly. (laughs) There's some people that have that as a delicacy. Yeah. And if you were born there and grew up there You would enjoy it as a delicacy today Mm. And that's where the faith of Jesus comes in Jesus wants to deal with you as the individual And he respects and recognizes That you come from a particular culture and custom And he's going to lead you in the way that he knows you can go And the way he's going to lead me is going to be different He's going to lead me in the way he knows I can go But we're all Christians, and so when he says I shouldn't judge, he's saying if I see you eating dog meat, I shouldn't judge you. Now, if I see you beating a dog over the head, he wants me to judge you. Yeah. Do you get? Do you understand? Do you see the difference, Liz? Yeah. You're seeing exactly. There are things that are universally held, and those things that are universally held okay and i use the word universally in quotes we can all agree that you know what this is wrong the problem is sometimes you live in a in a mechanized society you need in a manufactured society like we live to, live in today so your your values and my values are being manufactured we're being conditioned from elementary school up to college to have new new values because they understand that conscience is morally designed from the outside. You get it? Yeah. Yes. So if they can yeah. begin to train you from when you were a child to be um, cold towards certain things, when you're now an adult, you can do those things without a care because you cannot see anything wrong in it. That's why they took the children from you and told you they were taking them to school. And when you complain, they say, no, 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 you can be involved, parent, teacher. But no, you're not. They tell you, well, there's so many parents. How will we be able to do this? One wants to go left, one wants to go right. So just leave it to us. And you lost your children. So you have totally different values from your children. This is going on all over the world. So society can affect what you consider to be wrong or right. So Paul and um, John just told us in 1 John. He said listen if your conscience condemns you don't worry god is greater than your conscience and he knows everything.
3: I I think what you're talking about is in 1 John chapter 4 verses
0: okay. 1 through 3. Good. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Beloved. Amen. Believe not every spirit but try the spirits whether they are of god. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world, hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world.
0: Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. It, 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 he comes in the in the name of God, as though he is of God. You know, telling you what is wrong and what is right, but it's, but it's deception.
3: Yes, okay. and I think getting back to Liz's question, she when she started off, she says she works with a lot of people in her in her work that have been in trouble with the law and um, have been involved in a lot of wickedness and a lot of different things which clearly we all know that are wrong and i think the the point here is that everybody can be saved if they choose to believe that jesus christ is the son of god and they choose to to follow him that's the choice that they have. If they, they choose, shouldn't they
0: shouldn't they shouldn't give up on themselves. Right. Because once they receive Jesus Christ and they find <coughs> themselves still doing the same things they used to do, that doesn't mean that Jesus Christ is not working in them. Right. Remember that's a, Liz, that's the key thing they have to understand. Okay? Right. And that... You know, see, some people like they've been not, they, they said, I've been cleaned off drugs for five years, and ten years, or five months, or two weeks. God doesn't want them to count, okay? God just right. wants them to say to Him, Lord, I want to stop doing drugs, help me. That's all He wants. I, I, that's that's that, you know, you know, what's crazy about this? It's so simplistic, it's not believable. Mm-hmm. You can, you, say, you can pray that prayer. You can pray that prayer.
3: He doesn't want you... us to say you stopped beating your wife for the past six weeks. He doesn't want that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you, can, you can say that prayer to God and go down the street that 30 minutes later and buy yourself drugs, and God is not going to come and condemn you. God knows you've given him an assignment. The only thing he wants to know is that. Every time you go and get that drug It's because you did it Unconsciously, you did it, not unconsciously You did it by habit Mm -hmm. Not that you had The will not to But you chose To go ahead and do it anyway Mm -hmm. That's why Paul said It is of once It is of many sins Let's look at that last one Let's look at that, okay Romans um Romans chapter 5 Okay What verse? 15 and 16 But not as the offense So also is the free gift Can I say something? You see where it says so also Take away so also, read again, but don't say say also, because that, that say also is confusing.
4: But not as the offense is the free gift. Yep. For if thou:
2: Well.: no,
4: If through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God, and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ hath abounded unto many, Continue. and not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift for the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification.
0: Yes, you see verse 16, the way it's written in this crazy English is kind of confusing. I can yeah, get it's it. It's wordy. Yes. Okay, what he's saying in verse 16 it says, and not As it was by one that sinned So is the gift, basically he's saying As Adam sinned One person, Adam Sinned, everybody got the judgment It says The gift of salvation Doesn't come upon Everybody just like that Okay For free gifts Is of many offenses Unto justification Do you see that Where it says Many offenses Yes Abele Do you see that Yes What do you understand That to mean
2: Sorry Remember
0: Remember you didn't do Remember you didn't do Anything to inherit Adam's sin Correct
2: Yes Correct And you didn't
0: do anything To inherit Jesus' salvation Right Yes Okay, So now here it says But the salvation Is After many Sins There's still salvation So how do you understand that?
4: Well it doesn't matter whether it's one sin or many You can get salvation By the grace of God
0: Exactly In other words after you receive Jesus Mm -hmm. It's still likely that you're going to commit many more offenses, but you're still going to head to a destination of salvation. So the person who has received Jesus shouldn't backslide because he or she offended again. You get it, Liz? Yes. So the the young people or older people, whomever you work with, people who are in whatever condition they're in, they have to understand one thing. The wind blows without regard to their feelings That's how the Holy Ghost works. You might not feel it. You might not feel him. But the moment you've asked him to come into your life, you're the one delaying his work because you're constantly stopping to see how tall you've grown. I don't know if you remember, I remember when I was a kid, I used to go and stand by the wall and put a pencil on my head and mark the wall to see how tall I had become. Because every time an auntie came, they'll go, Mike, you're such a big boy now. And I, <laughs> so I, I'll say, okay, I'll go and check, have I grown any taller? Okay, <laughs> well guess what? You never see yourself grow, no matter how much you stare. You, those of you who plant plants, you never see your plant grow, you just remember when it used to be small But now all of a sudden it's big You never mm. saw it grow Even if yes. you stare at it That's how the work of the Holy Spirit is You don't see it Look at yes. John chapter Look at John chapter 4 what? Literally,
2: any particular verse?
0: Yes, yeah, sorry. Let me. Sorry, John chapter three. John chapter three. Okay. Okay, we we'll take it from um Verse 3, and we'll go to verse 8, and I'll stop there.
4: Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God.
0: Uh, Real quick, water means the word of God and the spirit means the spirit of God. Okay. It's not just talking about water baptism. Okay. Please continue.
4: That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit.
0: Amen. So, Liz, once a person has received Christ, a wind begins to blow in them. They can't tell from whence it cometh or from whence it goeth. You understand? But it is yeah. taking them somewhere. The question is, do they believe? When they see that false in themselves, they find it hard to believe. When they see themselves making the same mistakes, doing the same things they thought they had stopped 10 years ago, they begin to lose heart. They begin to doubt that the Holy Spirit is actually working in them, but He is. One day, suddenly, they'll find themselves over the horizon. They'll find themselves on the other side. And they'll discover that all these years, Holy Ghost was working on them. That's why I said it's not of works. So they shouldn't be judging themselves, you know, based on, Oh, I thought I'd given this up and all of a sudden I find myself doing the same thing again. No. Right, right. They have come to believe in Jesus, and that's enough for God. God says, Thank you. I'll take it from here. Many offenses unto salvation. Many offenses unto salvation. That's what mom just read for us earlier. Now, should we continue in sin that grace might abound? No. Remember, yep. Paul, Paul, Paul wonders yep. about that, right? He said, certainly not. He said, certainly not. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. I think we can stop here. We've kind of gone over a little bit. Um, I'm hoping if there's any more questions about this thing, we can bring it on the forum and chat and, um, you know, the WhatsApp group and we can chat about it, you know, and, you know, continue on that on that lease. So I solicit your prayers. I solicit your support. Okay, I want to thank you for your time. For those of you who've been faithful, you know, uh, supporting this work, for being involved, sharing these videos. Okay, don't be, don't, don't, don't get weary. Don't be weary. Don't get tired. Your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day. Okay, keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook. Go over these videos so your friends and family can discuss it. Okay, and continue to write us, write me through Facebook, write me through you know, the, the comment section here on YouTube. Okay, so I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thanks so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said, if you want to continue listening to us, order, you can always go Okay, to our website you can see the online radio channels that you can get us through like I mentioned um, Apple's iTunes, I met Apple iTunes, I mentioned um, Spotify and I think Google. You can also you know there are other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio. Okay? I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel and to, you know, hit the like buttons hit the like button. I can't say that enough. Every time you watch videos through YouTube, hit the like buttons. Now, if you're watching through Facebook or you're watching through some other medium like WhatsApp, it's not going to show here, so we will be able to see a like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you. Or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you, hit that like button. Okay? Hit that like button. It matters to us. Okay? Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing, you know, by watching our videos.